Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello everyone, it's Sports Show's Niall McIndoe here. Um, this week we're joined by uh, Kilkenny and Ballyhale hurler uh, Owen Cody and uh, I hope you enjoy the chat. We have Ballyhale and Kilkenny hurler Owen Cody on the line and uh, Owen, I'd say you're a very happy man this Monday. Not only did Ballyhale win, but much more importantly, Arsenal won and uh, it looks like they're going to win the league as well. So uh, you, must be, you must be delighted. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm delighted now. Probably win the league now at this stage, four games in, four wins. I, I don't see us losing the game from here on in. Yeah. Uh, no, it's unreal now, yeah. Four games, four wins, so we'll take that. Yeah, they look home and hosed, in, in fairness, so far. So, uh, yeah, for those listening, Owen, uh, he's always tweeting about Gabriel Jesus and Mikel Arteta for life and so on. Um, I suppose, how did, how did you start uh, following Arsenal on? It was, uh, it's been a tough few years for, for the Gunners. Yeah, it's, um, I was born probably the wrong time. Born in 2000 and Arsenal were winning leagues and competing for leagues back then. And obviously, you loved Thierry Henry and and all these boys so um, they left <coughs> and um, look the last few years have, we have won at and I've been heartbreaking to support them I was over there once and uh, we, we won we bet Stoke 3-1 but um, last year or two now it's been looking promising and hopefully now under Arteta uh, he can bring us back to the top back to Champions League please God anyway. Please God, yeah. God. There's not too many Arsenal fans around, but uh, uh, did you watch the um, did you watch that All or Nothing documentary about it? Yeah, I had it finished there. I thought I thought it was brilliant. I thought Arteta was unreal. I thought I thought he was. Um, I like, you know, I hadn't doubted him really, but I thought from that I thought he was unbelievable. Like what the way he spoke in dressing room, and he had a lot of massive passion for Arsenal. Hopefully, Piers Morgan probably won't be too happy, but he's the man to bring Arsenal back to the Yeah, top. I think even Piers is, is getting won over by Arteta now at this stage, so uh, the sign, signs are good. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that now, but I won't be too unlike that now. He'll just go back in his words to Arsenal lose a match, but I'll stick by him to the end. 
Yeah, yeah, clearly, clearly. Um, did you play any soccer yourself, Owen? I know, I'd say there's not too much within Ballyhale, but I, I know there's a good bit of soccer in Kilkenny. I know I did, yeah, when I was younger. I used to probably play a lot of sports. We all did, like, um, we used to play all sports when we were younger, and then because we got to an age where we kind of decided hurling was what we had to kind of stick for. But yeah, no, I played for Sound United as club in, in Ballyhale, and then I played with Kilkenny when I was younger as well. So we used to play up front. Right. I was striker. Banging in the goals. What, what did you say the Bang name the of the club was in, in Ballyhale on? Uh, Seven United. Uh, there's no team there anymore, but right. for years there, we had, a, we had a good old team. We actually won a few leagues and a few cups in my age. We had a good team. Myself and Dean Mason was on goal and Derek Hart in the centre back. So right. we had a good, a good spine to the team. Yeah, sure. I'd say they probably struggle to feel the team when they get older, when like most lads probably commit to the hurling. Yeah, I think we only got to maybe under. 16 or 17 and that was in the very group and that was probably we have there's no team I think even since so right yeah a lot of people play for Thomastown be local and Stonyford as well but they're going to continue playing they'll go off there yeah yeah well listen we won't talk about soccer the, the whole day here now but uh, back to the hurling you had a good win at the at the weekend with Ballyhale you're, you're normally sort of slow starters in the in the league championship but um, you've got out of the traps fairly lively this year um, yeah, we have actually. Um, in fairness, it's been down to probably a lot of the hard work the players did during the summer because we've been missing a few of our key players for a lot of the games. Like TJ hasn't got out yet. Darren Mullen missed two games. Richie missed one. And probably down to a lot of players for the younger lads there. They put in a lot of work there during the summer. And uh, like a lot of them got their chances. Like lads that haven't played at all. And they've all probably played three or four matches now and they've been brilliant. So lot of down to them and the hard work they put in during the summer and it's probably great for us to come back and see that they've improved so much and there's young lads there that haven't played at all and it's their first year and they've played every match as well and they've been brilliant so probably good for lads in Bad to see that there is another maybe few lads that are stepping up because the last few years probably been the same 15, 16, 17 yeah. so it's great to see a few new faces around the team. Yeah I suppose it's important for you as well to sort of to, to play a few games and try and win a few games without TJ because he is like he's been he's been so good for you and I'd say you're as young lads you're mad to prove that when he's not there like you, you'll be able to to step up a bit as well yeah no it is and it's important that we are able to play without TJ of course because he's dragged us over a line a lot of times so for us to be able to go out and win a few games without him it shows that whatever we're ready to kind of whatever to compete and step up if he's ever unavailable or if he has to go off injured in the game that or whatever happen, happens and he's not available for the last whatever, 10, 15 minutes, he has to go off. Uh, we're ready, ready to step up and uh, bring us over the line. Um, but obviously, missing TJ Reid is a massive thing. And for us to even get wins is, is a credit to all the players. So that yeah, yeah, he he must be for Clubbank County. He must be a, a joy to play alongside for a lad like you. Like he he always gives the pass and a, a great man to to win so many balls and then throw it out to lads like. Yeah, it's unreal and myself and Adrian Mullen like we'd always we were playing with TJ the whole way along with Bally Hale and Emma Kenny like so we've kind of been spoiled rotten with in the last couple of years and we'd always be messing then when we're maybe four train or even when we're out after matches and stuff saying like what do we do when TJ retires or any goals because we'd have no one to win the high ball and dirty ball and hand it to us for an easy score so it just shows like like how good he is like he just he does so much work that people probably wouldn't see when you're watching, but when you're playing with him, it's just he's unbelievable. Like, and 
don't think there's any worse than Strafe, how actually good he is. Yeah, yeah, he might never retire the way he's going, but... Uh, oh, hopefully not. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember Owen, but uh, I definitely do. I remember chatting to you. Uh, I think you were down and leaving certain Kieran's College and you were preparing for an All-Ireland final against um, Prez Athenry and uh, you went on to win that day. And um, I suppose for you, it's it's kind of all taken off fr- from there. Yeah, no, I, I remember the day, all right. Yeah, we bet. Probably wasn't our best form, but we actually ended up winning that, thank God. So early, I think I was in Kieran's for, I was in obviously Kieran's for six years and mm. Kieran's have won that Ireland for five out of them six years, like, so, like, it was unbelievable, like, to be part of that college and, like, obviously that win tradition was there and winning all Ireland's that you carry that on with you and obviously go to secondary school where that was such a high tradition and the win mentality was there, you just kind of brought that along and obviously with your club, like, the TJ there and Owen Reid and Joey Holden, like, you obviously have that probably in your head there from the world go in your, in your hurling career. Yeah, like, uh, am I right in saying there were, was a year or two when you you weren't making the Kieran's team? Like, it's it's obviously a, a very tough tough team to make. But I remember you saying that day you were, you got a lot of inspiration from your brother Brian, and he he hadn't made the team up along, and then he made it when he was in sixth year. Yeah, no, I think I didn't make the kind of I wasn't really probably I was probably one of the best I heard him when I was younger, and the teams all the way along I wasn't really on. I was on them and on and off kind of, but I was never kind of number one name the team sheet or anything like that so remember in fourth year I kind of came back and must have grown during the summer and I had a great year with the under 16 and a half we won that Ireland and I was taking freeze and having the confidence proof from there I ended up on the Kenny minor panel that year I wasn't on the Kieran senior panel and so you know, we played Kieran's in the challenge match with the minors and I walked into the minor dressing room and the minor man were like why are you in here to kind of I was actually, I'm not on the, I'm not on the senior, I'm on the Kieran's panel. So I actually ended up starting with the minors that year. And, um, yeah, kind of, all them kind of things they use. I mean, obviously in fifth year in Kieran's, I probably was starting then. I ended up being dropped for the all in semi-final and final. Probably, obviously I wasn't happy with that, but looking back on it, probably a thing that I probably used to probably make me stronger and better. You know, that kind of a... Whatever I just know that kind of down, but I used it as maybe to build me up and make me better. So obviously the time was awful, but looking back on it now, it could have been really the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah, I actually remember that game as well. I remember you coming on, but uh, I suppose it just shows how how competitive it is in Kieran's there and like all the teachers you have. I remember meeting Liam Smith and Tom Hogan and isn't Lester Ryan in there? Like, there's a there's definitely great hurling culture in that school. I know definitely like it's just like you walk around. Kieran's like you walk around the school and like every every step, every time you look left and right, you just see another photo of a winning All Ireland team. Like you can't go anywhere in college without seeing a win All Ireland college team. Like so, like it's right from the start. You win the first day in Kieran's there in your first year, and every single person year has a hurl in their hand, out poking like, and you continue that on to the very last day of sixth year. Like the hurl in the hand, going to school, throwing the hurl under the desk, and then you go out poking that break, poking between classes and. Suppose that's probably the that's the difference. Like all them extra them extra few pucks, the puck against the wall as your coach tells as a young lad to go out and puck 15, 10 extra minutes every day. But in Kieran's, when they're doing an hour or two every day, just pucking with your friends. And suppose that makes a difference down the line. Yeah, I'll never forget that day when we arrived down when we were doing the video. There was lads going walking from one class to the other, and they were hitting balls up against the wall in the corridor, and then competing for them on the way down. So yeah. it goes to show you what what it's all about. 
Yeah, I know the teachers and nearly have to be outside to kick lads out of poking there to get them back into class. Like, lads, as soon as there's a break, you see, especially with the good weather, you see lads making the V-line for that door to go outside for a few pucks. Before going back to class, you'd have the vice principal and the principal nearly kicking you back into the classroom trying to get you back into class. <laughs> Stuff, definitely. Um, well, there's been you've had some very good days since then. You've won All Ireland's with Ballyhale, and you've been close with Kilkenny. But I suppose it was a it was definitely a tough. You had a tough week in March or in February this year, on when you lost two All Ireland or well the All Ireland club to a last minute goal, the last puck of the game. I'm sorry to bring you back to back back to this yeah. now, and then the same in the college. So I'd say that must have been God. That must have been an awful, awful tough week to to get your head around. Yeah, no, it was now. Um, probably a week I'll always look back on and have regrets and wife, but um, that sport, you know, the one thing that probably got me through that was the fact that we had just bet St. Thomas's in Ireland semi final into similar circumstances. Like, so mm. for me, it was obviously really tough, but I kind of thought back, like, probably was for me to understand it, it was looking back, like, only three weeks ago, similar circumstances happened and we ended up in on the right side, so. That kind of made me say, look, that sport, you win some, you lose some. That probably helped me over, but obviously it wasn't easy. Like, when you look back and things they could have done to, to stop them things from happening. But in the day that sport, and when the final whistle blows, the team with the most points wins, and there's no going back then. Yeah, I'd say something like that, like that would stand to you, like when when it not when, when it happens once, and then when it happens again, when you a last-minute goal, it kind of shows you, like no matter what game you're playing, you realise like this is never ever won really until the whistle is blown. Yeah. No, that's it. And pros like at Bally Hale, like we can have that mentality that never stop going and suppose with Kenny as well. And then when when it comes down to line and you're the one to lose that way, it is so tough like <laughs> but um it, it is the only time the reason I probably got over it as easy I did and what probably made me stronger was the fact that we had best St. Thomas's and probably one game similar to here, but only the fact that we lost the game that way made me kind of realise how how important it was and how special it was that like the savour like them moments you know and the game was never over and it's only kind of when you're on the losing side you really really feel you really really realise that and how important it is to see out games and stuff yeah I'd say you needed a holiday after that week I need one I didn't get one I can train like a day or two later sure right right um well, I suppose then go on a few months. Um, the All Ireland final, like I know you you've played um in in a good few of them, and between club and maybe big semi finals, some of them maybe were behind closed doors with the COVID. I'd say that day against Limerick, it must have been like an nearly a, an amazing experience. Like, I'd, I it was your first All Ireland final with a, with a full house. I'd say in Croke Park. Like, I'd say it was you know disappointing to lose, but I'd say it was a uh, something you'll never forget. No, no, definitely I'll never forget and. Yeah, no, to be in Crow Park and what, eighty two thousand people there, like it's it's unbelievable. Like and you probably like during the game you don't really realise it, you don't really I don't really think you it's kinda of just you kinda of zone everything out, like I don't really think you realise it. Obviously in the parade you feel the the crowd and you kinda of use that energy probably to drive yourself on. Um but as soon as the the whistle's thrown the whistle's blowing, like you you really don't realise it. It's all you kinda of zoom out and you're just you're focused on the game, but Obviously, it's unbelievable, and hopefully, there's many more days like that to come for me and for the Kenny team. You, you, would you be able to block it out? Like, and it would, I suppose, it's similar then to a club final when maybe it's not as full. So it's just kind of similar in your head. We're here in Croke Park, and and that's it. Like, yeah, I think as as, as I said, as soon as the whistle's going, like you actually like you, everything else is so relevant, other than the ball and 
the game, the next the next throw or whatever, the next time, next possession, that's all that can you zoom in on it. Like I don't think when you're playing the game, I don't think you actually realise that there's say two thousand people there or there's even one person there. It's just you're focused on yourself, the team, your man and the next ball. Yeah, sure. When you have a cornerback up your tail, I suppose there's you don't have too much time to be to be thinking about internet. No, no. Just as I remember, just TJ said that TJ really told us just to use use it in before the game, like use that the noise and like make it like make that drive on that energy. Like when it comes to match goals, as soon as match goals, like that's all gone. So just use it when you have the chance, and then obviously when the game scores, you're completely focused on the next ball. Definitely, yeah. Um, well, you mentioned looking up to Thierry Henry uh, when you were younger. I'd say you, you've you've had you had a lot of people from from a hurling perspective to look up to in in Ballyhale and in Kilkenny. But I'd say there was none more so than uh, he, your uncle Henry. Like, is Henry is Henry your uncle on your is it your mother or your father's side? Uh, my mother's side, yeah. But I suppose growing up, he uh, like you were. So you probably went to a lot of those finals. I'd say it was a. Uh, must have been an absolute hero to you, really. Yeah, geez, he would have obviously like he's my uncle and obviously one of the greatest hurlers of all time. Like and grew up watching him win all Ireland's and win games and win all stars hurl of the years and it was unbelievable. Like um like Henry used to go practice freeze in Ballyhale and he'd bring myself and Brian over and my brother and even my other cousin Evan and Finney and my cousin he'd just bring us over. And it was just for us to even Henry even come down and pick us up and bring us over to the pitch. They back Boston like you'd be buzzing, like you're only young that and you're hitting back out balls to your uncle, like who's gonna be taking freeze in Crow Park the weekend. And it was unbelievable, like and that's probably tradition now, like that's passed down to the family, like you go off and you take your freeze and you go out and you practice and you have your younger brother, your younger cousins hitting balls back out yeah. But it's something that obviously is unreal and made you want to be where he wants to be, like nine one over to the pitch. On on his own with a bag of a dozen balls and he's practicing freeze there and he doesn't stop until he doesn't miss any and it was just it was incredible to be watching him and obviously to be bringing back the cups to my nanny's house and to go up and see the happiness that brought to the family and to the parish and to the people of Kilkenny is obviously something I wanted to do since I was a very young young lad. Yeah, I'd say when you're watching that, it it would nearly convince you to to that would convince you to leave the soccer behind anyway. <laughs> yeah, it did. Henry wasn't a bad soccer player in his day either. He was a good old soccer player, so he had to leave behind as well. But um, yeah, no, I had to leave the soccer behind. I was I'm on the fence now. I'm only an old plastic fan of the soccer, so unfortunately, I never had to go had the chance. Yeah, maybe when you retire from hurling or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it must have been very strange, I suppose. Then, like you were managed by Henry of Ballyhale to come up against him in Galway this year. Like I'm, I'm just imagining you maybe meeting him on the week of a match and. It's just, it's very different, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I set away from there before the Galway match. Actually, I met him after, all right, and we had an old talk and an old sneer about it and a few jokes. And today one, I think that was after the first game, and today one, so he was happy enough. I actually never met him after the Leinster final, so I rolled back in his face, but he kept me scoring the Leinster final, so I had not, I didn't have much to say to him, really. So, um, yeah, no, obviously, it is different. Like, when you're going up against them, they won't want to go up to Nanny's house a week in a match or you might have not meeting Henry and you could be caught having a few words or even ignoring each other. So, <laughs> um, set away there. But I know it was, it was unreal though, even to play against him is special. Like, isn't there these specialists, especially as been managed underneath him. It's something different, you know, not something you experience every day, but when you 
when it was when I uh, had the chance to play against them, I loved it. I thought it was thought it was unreal just to ever have go have a go against them, and I enjoyed every second of it. Definitely, yeah. Um, so you've a few. It's a few months with the club now. I suppose it's finished a lot um, earlier than usual. Um, like I suppose it's it's a it's a good thing. I suppose you can focus on the club. And I was chatting to your manager. Uh, it's the Pat Hoban is the Ballyhale manager this year. Yeah, and, uh, Pat Hoban. Yeah. So it's uh, all all guns blazing. I suppose for the for the club championship now. It really kind of kicks off once the the league is finished, and that's not too far away now, isn't it? No, we have one more round of the league next weekend, and then obviously you have our league finals, and we have league finals then, and we have your first round of championship coming up. So. Yeah, no, it's time to get focused now. We're trying to get everyone. Last weekend, we had a good few players. We had nearly the whole team back. We're missing maybe. We have Colin coming back from America this week, which will be a massive bonus, obviously. TJ is nearly back. And then my brother, Brian, he was out all year. He played 40 minutes the other day for the first time since the All-Iron final with Ali Hale. So that was brilliant. And then, we're obviously, we're missing Joseph Cuddy. He, um, he'll be back, hopefully, for the first round championship. So... Things are looking good, boss. So now it's time for them. Maybe three or four weeks of hard training, get ready for championship, and then all guns ahead. So hopefully it'll be another good year. That's what we're planning for, but we'll, we'll give it everything we can anyway. Are you back in college the next few weeks, on? Yeah, back to Carlow now, and think the twelfth September, I think, in around that time. So, um, you know, it's kind of up and down. I'll, I won't stay up there. I'll travel up and down. It's only a half an hour spin, so I'll um, go up and down there every day. Um, so before getting back as well, a bit of at the college there to play for the next few months. Yeah, what are you studying there? Um, sports and business management. Um, it's a good course now in fairness. Um, you know, it's a mixture of all your business subjects. You have right. economics, accounting and uh, business. And then you obviously have your the sports side as well where Mick Dempsey does a lot of it himself. And Alan Nolan from Wexford, ready to go through kind of your nerdy player development and then obviously your, the coaching side of it. So three years of that and then you have your final year and option to kind of go to the sports side of it or the business side so I said I'm in my third year now so looking forward to getting through it now you'll be hoping to give the Fitzgibbon another crack I suppose yeah definitely obviously last year he probably left it behind us a bit um, and it was difficult to take now we had a, you know, an unbelievable team like the likes of Mouse Cavanagh there and Chris Nolan then obviously Pajlani there from Leash. Paul Dunbar from Wexford, that we had an unbelievable team like Mel Braz and King Kenny there from the village in Kilkenny. Um, so, not sure how many lads are still in college or what way they are, but um, hopefully we'll have as many as possible because we had an absolutely brilliant team last year. So, hopefully, we can get hopefully a few divisors still around the college and we'll give it another crack. Yeah, please, God. Um, final word on well, are, are the Gunners going to win the league? Yes or no? You tell me. Um, I, after a few games against top six, I tell you, but um, I think we will. I think we will. We'll, we'll finish in the top top four anyway. But when the league is probably a bit much for the team. But if we get a few injuries there, we could be in bother. But um, the World Cup could take a bell as well. But I think I think top four this year and be yeah. praying for praying for. Yeah, there's a big game coming up against United, I think, in two weeks there. So I'd say you'd you'd love to win that one. There's a lot of United fans that you'd you'd love to see. Yeah. <laughs> few Liverpool lads that we need to get back at as well. So hopefully we can get one over them this year. Yeah, you owe them a few. Listen, thanks a million for that, Owen, and uh the very best of luck. Come on, mate. No matter. Thanks very much to Owen there. Um 
We'll be back next week with another GA player and uh, you can tune in then. Best of luck. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.